Everybody, welcome back to the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. For those of you who may be listening for the first time, we just want to say welcome. And I'm Ashley. I'm the host today. Usually my mom's running the podcast, but I had to get on here for our special guest. Um, so our podcast is an offshoot from our main platform, YouTube. Our channel is called Coffee and Bible Time, where we help people delight in God's Word. And um, we just do Bible studies. And we also have a website with products like Bible studies and prayer journals um, to help you guys learn how to delight in God's Word. And so... Like I said, I'm Ashley, and um, today we actually have a special guest, Cambria Joy, Um, and we are so excited to get into her story and her book and just her life, but before that, we're just going to take a quick pause um, for our sponsor today. We still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees, so this isn't like some random on the internet. My mom kind of has a personal testimony to it. Yes. So I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling. And what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor and specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could go through and kind of pick the one I wanted. And then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling, that I actually could just do it online. And you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you. And so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you, when you need it, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it, but let's just get on to the podcast. Oh, One other thing, too, is that you have the option of with your counselor that they are Christian counselors. And so if you want, they will actually pray for you, which I thought was so cool. At the end of each of my counseling, she prayed for me and my issues. Oh, wow. So Cambria Joy is a faith and fitness influencer on YouTube and Instagram. She has a certified nutrition. She is a certified nutrition coach and a personal trainer, and she encourages her followers to overcome the relentless chase of having the perfect body through finding inner peace from God's truth. Um, I have personally been watching Cambria on YouTube for years since Brie Loves Beauty and all of her vlogs, her Vlogmas videos. And, and so I've been following her on YouTube for years. And I, I bet a lot of you guys who are listening have. Um, but obviously, if you haven't, you should go check her out on YouTube at 
Cambria Joy. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to personally on the podcast say thank you for always encouraging your followers and for leading us back to Jesus. Um, I love watching your videos because you are so honest with your struggles. For those who have been following Coffee and Bible Time for a while, you guys know that Taylor and I have both walked through an eating disorder and through body image struggles and food anxiety. And your podcast, I mean, and your YouTube channel, sorry, has been such an encouragement to us. And so, yeah, and today we're specifically going to be talking about how Cambria just released a new book called Growing Strong. And I've looked through the book and read through the book, and it's just so beautiful, you guys. It has so many amazing recipes in it. It not only has recipes, but it has workouts. It has devotions in there. And I think one of my favorite things about it was that you were unashamed to share Jesus in there and really like scripture and the gospel and turning girls back to what can truly give us hope. And so that was my favorite part of it. But so, Cambria, do you want to say hello? Yes, thank you so much for having me, Ashley. I'm so excited to hang out and talk with you. And it just fills my heart with like overflowing joy that we've been a part of each other's lives for so many years through YouTube. It's so cool. I'm so glad that God let us meet because of YouTube. Like what a great thing. Girl, I know. I know. Isn't God amazing? He honestly, it blows my mind. I'm like, I have literally met so like my, some of my best friends through the internet, but like the fact that we get to hang out and talk today and like we're just best friends like virtually over this zoom right now like I'm so excited to be on the podcast I hope that it encourages everyone listening and it's gonna be so great I can't yes ah we're so so and my sister's actually in a class right now because we both go to college at Moody and she's so jealous she's like oh I wish I could be there (laughs) please give I give you a massive hug and give a massive hug for me. I will. A huge hello and I love her so much. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions. We're really excited to just hear your heart and um, yeah, your story and just how God has been faithful. So the first question I have for you today is we would love to just briefly hear your story. Like when you came to faith and um, obviously your whole story of like walking through an eating disorder and like um, just how you've overcome that and how God has been faithful. Yeah. So while I grew up, I grew up knowing Jesus and going to church and raised in a Christian home, but um, I was even thinking about that this morning, how God is just not only like the savior of our soul, but he really became like the save my Lord, like mm-hmm. not only just my savior, but like the Lord of my life yeah. and how that is a very, like, it, it's a very, it's a very distinct thing. You know what I mean? To know Jesus and know that he died for you and, you know, but to really know him and, mm-hmm. and to be a disciple of him and for him to be mm-hmm. the savior of your life and the Lord over your life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Over mm-hmm. every area. And mm-hmm. so I think back to when I was in high school my friend, she threw her jeans across the room and said, these are too big for me, but maybe they'll fit you. Mm. And it was in that moment that I realized like, wait a minute, what? Like, first of all, other people look at me and look at my body. And like, I never even looked at my, I only looked at myself in the mirror to like, see if I had like food in my teeth or something like to make sure my pants were zipped. I don't know. Like I literally (laughs) 
never saw the mirror or like the way that I looked, the way that my body was and looked like and reflected as how do I feel about myself? How does, how do other people think of me? How do I think of me? Mm. It was never, the mirror was just truly, literally just that. It was just like a reflection. It wasn't anything other than that, mm. but then it became so much deeper. Mm. Then it became so much more Then the mirror became not, what do I look like, but who am I and who do other people think that I am and who do I say that I am? And, and it became very, um, self-centered, self-serving, self-idolatry. And mm. I really just didn't know that. I just knew that if my super close friend is, is looking at my body and, and, and you know what I mean? It was just, I just couldn't really believe that people did that. And mm -hmm. I mean, just being naive and like 15, 16 years old, um, I just didn't know. And so that was kind of the beginning for me to really see that, you know, gosh, like that was the beginning of me chasing after perfecting my image and perfecting what my body looked like. And, um, in the beginning of sharing it really online, I just thought maybe if I could help one person, yeah. you know, if I could share my story of what God did in my life for one, I had no idea that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of girls struggle with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very real, it's very real. And so, but there's freedom and there's power mm -hmm. in God and, mm -hmm. and, and he set me free. So that's kind of the beginning of, of it all. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing about that. So what would you say your role or what would you say the role, um, of scripture has played in like your journey of just um, everything, like overcoming and like even the role of like having that personal relationship with Jesus. Cause I love how you said like you can know about God and, and like grow up in a Christian home and say like, yeah, like I'm a Christian, but there's a difference between that and like truly knowing him and mm -hmm. like having that intimate personal relationship with Jesus. And so how has that, um, and like meeting Jesus through scripture, how has that played a role in just like your life and your yeah. healing journey? Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our in-depth Bible study academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. Yeah, I love, I love this question because I actually used to in a very, you know, God knows our heart. It wasn't like I was trying to like make God my genie or like, yeah. God, I'm going to say this. So you do this, but it was just from like a very pure heart of like, okay, like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And mm -hmm. then I would like pop a diet pill. And then I would mm -hmm. like see how much I could not eat. And it was yeah. like, God was there to like, help me reach my health goals because he wants me to be healthy. 
you know? And so that's kind of the way that I saw it for a really long time. But like, Mm -hmm. that's what the enemy does is Mm -hmm. he twists scripture. That's literally what he does. He's a distorter. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, even back in the garden, like with Eve, like, did God really say that? Is that really what he said? Mm -hmm. And so it's always like, okay, but, but God said this, like, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can restrict, you can do whatever you want. Like you're free, you're free to take care of yourself. And it's in the name of health. And Mm -hmm. so it's very like that, you know, the enemy is a deceiver and a distorter of good. And so Mm -hmm. it can be very good, you know, to take care of our bodies. God gave us our bodies. You know, we, we, we should take care of them in a way that is honoring to him, Mm -hmm. not obsessive about them. And so when they're, when taking care of ourselves is in the right priority in, in right place in our heart, not just in our life, but in our heart. You know, I always think of the verse first Samuel 16, seven, the Lord doesn't look at that word appearance. He looks at the heart. And so when we understand that that's where God is looking, we, we, we can see that, no, it's not like scripture. Okay. Scripture is just there to like serve my ideal of like how I think that God can help me, you know, take care of the body that he's made for, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, So really God, and it's so good because he is so good Mm. to reveal and to show us Mm. from the inside, from his word, um, you know, faith, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, and that's what his word says. And so it's like my, my faith and my, my, who I am, right. The Holy spirit that lives, you know, the God that lives inside of us, Mm -hmm. um, continued to just reveal himself to me through his word. And that it wasn't, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and pop a diet pill, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I can, I can stop serving my image. I can stop serving the mirror. I can turn my eyes away from the mirror and let my body do whatever it's going to do and, and not place my self, um, above my body, my temporary appearance above my Lord, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing because, you know, God, even in my, even in that place of, okay, Lord, this scripture, like, and and I want to take care of myself and be healthy and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. God really showed me through his word as I stayed in his word, as Mm -hmm. I kept reading his word, Mm -hmm. as I kept taking in the word, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that's the key. That's the key. Mm -hmm. And not out of legalism, not out of legalism, you have to read, but out of like an invitation to know God and to know who you are in Christ and to know, you know, freedom and love and to know him, to know everything that he is and who he is. And that changed me. That changed me from the inside out. And it's just, you know, it, you know, scripture. It's like daily. I love that. I love that it's coffee and Bible time. Cause I always, well, I'm drinking my coffee actually right now. Yes. <laughs> girl. I usually have my coffee with my Bible and mm-hmm. I do, it is, it's our daily bread. And, yes. and that is what it is. It's mm-hmm. daily. It's daily. That's the mm-hmm. key. It's daily bread. And, and so mm-hmm. it's like, we need that spiritual nourishment from the inside out, or we will, are we will starve. We will starve of truth. We will starve of knowing our creator. Yeah. And we, we need, uh, to be satiated, to be mm-hmm. gosh, filled up with him, you know, yeah. That's where yeah. we get nourished. And then we're strengthened, you know, it's literally like food. We're strengthened by our food. It's like, if you don't eat for a few hours, you're like, get away from me. I'm so hangry, my blood sugar. <laughs> and so that's the same thing with God. It's like, you know, walking with him, you can, it's like the fragrance of Christ. You can, when other people spend time with Jesus, it's like, they're different, they're different. And that is, that is what it is. It's the fragrance of Christ of Mm -hmm. like, 
I want, I, there's something about her that's different. There's something about the person. They're so full of love and joy and peace mm-hmm. and everything. Just God himself literally is overflowing out of you yeah. that it's, it's, it's powerful. And so yeah. that's how God has really changed me and in, in my heart and my life, not in, in my eating disorder and in my whole life yeah. with his word. It's really powerful. Yes. Amen. And I've heard someone say this before and like, I think it's true for my life um, is that the biggest change in my life was when I like started following Jesus. But the second biggest change was when I actually started reading the word and getting into scripture and like pursuing Jesus. And like, that was the second biggest change in my life because like mm-hmm. that changes your life when you, yes. like when you sit in God's word, when you sit at his feet and in his presence and soak him up. And so, yeah, I love that you said that. It's just, it's a key part of just growing and strengthening ourselves and pressing on, honestly, in any, like, like you said, in any, any situation you're in, whether that's an eating disorder or whether that's, um, you know, relationship issues, like whatever, whatever you're going through, that can be a constant. Um, so yes. Um, so one thing that you wrote in your book that I really loved, um, was you wrote, we fixed our eyes so long on the external measures of how and who we are that we believe real beauty is found out there. And I could relate to that because I feel like there've been times in my life where, Um, I've been so focused on the outward appearance um, and just like letting that consume my thoughts and letting that like control my decisions about what food am I going to eat or what clothes am I going to wear or maybe I won't even go to this event that I really want to go to because of the way I look Um, just so it's just very controlling Um, but I love that you said that like we're so we need to stop being so focused on the mm-hmm. external and focus on what really matters. So, um, so how would, what would you like to say about like, where do we need to reset our focus and yeah. how do you go about doing that? Yeah, I think I, I just, I think that all of us can relate to that. What we're focused on is where we end up going. So mm-hmm. it's like the, the way that I like to put it in the way that makes sense in my mind and my brain is like, my husband is like obsessed with surfing. Mm-hmm. He broke his surfboard. So he hasn't been surfing in a while, but anyway, oh. uh, poor Bo, but <laughs> Bo is, um, he's amazing. He's amazing at surfing. He loves surfing. And so I have had the privilege of God teaching me patience through my husband surfing. <laughs> now I'm like, I love being still. And I feel like, yeah, anyway, it's kind of funny how God actually really does work on us through, you know, things in our lives. Yes. But, um, so Bo, Bo being a surfer, I, you know, I choose my spot. So I have my, you know, I get my little beach chair and I sit it out on the sand and, Mm -hmm. um, and I, that I anchor my little chair right where he's going out. So I I can see him perfectly. That's where he's surfing. He's going to surf right in front of me. Mm -hmm. I have a front row, you know, view. And, but that's the thing is that for Bo, the, the tide is constantly pulling him. It's mm-hmm. whichever way it's pulling him away from me. You know, it's pulling him out to sea. It's pulling him to the left. It's pulling him to the right. It's pulling him down the beach. And so for Bo, his anchor, as he looks at me where I'm sitting 
that is where, oh, oh, okay. I've been drifting away. I can paddle back. And so where our, where our focus is, is where we're going. So where, and whether we realize that or not. And so if we, if we're focused on the mirror, if we're focused on our appearance, we're focused on how we look. And then what happens, I see this so often because I did this myself too. Like I, I, we get frustrated because it's like, okay, I'm trying so hard and I'm, I'm so focused on my outward appearance mm. and I'm trying to change. And I'm trying to be healthy and I'm trying to eat healthy and I'm trying to work out. And then I'm not seeing any changes and then I'm discouraged and I'm going to give up and it doesn't even matter, but it does matter because it's really the only thing that I really care about. And, yeah. and so it's this sick cycle and it's, you get stuck and you go in circles and then you feel like, gosh, no matter how hard I try, I feel like I can't do it. I feel like I, I, I feel like I need more self-discipline. I feel like I need to try harder. And the harder we try, the more exhausted we become. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we have to have that. We have to shift our focus. We have to shift our focus and we have to anchor it. We have to anchor it in God's in, in, in not what do self-perception is really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Self-perception is looking in the mirror and it's like, that's going to change every single day. But if our anchor is not in how do I think I look or who do I think I am, but in who God says that I am Mm -hmm. in like a very real way, not just, not just saying that like Christian, Christian, Christianese or whatever, like, Oh, but really understanding like God created us. We are eternal beings Mm -hmm. with an eternal spirit, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I am so focused on this outward tent. It's just a tent. It's just a temporary tent. So when we shift our eyes, when we really quite literally shift our focus from mm. this outward appearance, not making our physical self, our anchor, our, our point of focus, mm-hmm. we're able to say, no, God created me. It's from the inside. It's God doesn't look at that outward appearance. He looks at the heart, you know, physical training is of some value, but godliness is where it's at. Mm-hmm. And if that can be our anchor, and if we make that our anchor, we will, every time we start drifting away or we have that thought that says, oh, well, it's fine if you just count this, or if you just do this, or if you just eat a little bit less, or if you go do this diet or no, yeah, you don't really look that good. So these lies that come in, we're able to say, oh, that's, that's pulling me away from God. That's pulling me away from truth. Mm -hmm. And I need to just paddle back this way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I need to, I need to re shift my gaze. I need to fix my perspective. And so that is really the way that we're able to turn our eyes away from the mirror and to put them back on what really matters, which is really who really matters. Yes. Yeah. And it's kind of like, especially if this is a habit in your life, it's a daily or it could be an hourly or every 20 minute discipline (laughs) of saying, Mm -hmm. okay, where where are my thoughts? And like Mm -hmm. refocusing it. And it's it takes time to change thought patterns and to, to really learn. I was how just to reading about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally insane the way that God made us. Like I was listening to a doctor who's a Christian and our thoughts literally are like little trees when they do brain scans and what we think about, like if you have a negative or toxic thought or a false belief of why, mm-hmm. or listening to the, what the enemy tells you, you know, yeah, your worth is in your weight. Your, you know, how you look is how, and, and we start to believe that and walk according to that and live according to that. 
it grows. And so it's really insane that, you know, what we, what we feed and what we nourish really does grow. If we, if we're watering ourselves in the word, you know, if we are walking with Jesus, we are literally transformed by the renewing of our mind. Mm -hmm. And those toxic thoughts that feel like cement can actually be loosened. And Mm -hmm. it's crazy that we literally can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Like what God's word says, it is true. It's yeah. insane. I like the weird sciencey part of it though, but I'm like, that, that's the way that God made us. So I love that. No, I love that. I'm so glad you brought that up because it, and it just, it gives us hope. Like God made our brains that we can like uproot lies and plant truth. Like that's yes. how he made us. So I love that girl. Thank you. For that. Uproot <laughs> lies and plant truth. There we go. Yes. This whole thing. <laughs> yes. So I loved how in your book, when you were talking about your struggle in the past with pursuing skinniness, um, I loved how you talked about that. Cause a lot of girls can relate to that. Um, and you were talking about how you believed in the past that skinniness could lead to happiness and to satisfaction. Um, so you said in the book, where is the real treasure found? It's found in Jesus Christ. So how do we protect our minds from falling victim to the fascination of fool's gold and our hearts from chasing after our own desires? And then you quoted Romans thirteen fourteen, which says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. And so I just loved how you're talking about this because it's so deceiving to run after a skinny body or whatever it may be with your appearance. Um, it's It can be deceiving because it's like we're chasing after something that we really can't grab, like kind of like digging right. for false gold. And um, I don't know, just tell us a little bit about how like when you were pursuing skinniness, did you ever find it? find to be satisfied it or it made you happy and if not which probably not what did you find that was really truly satisfying yeah I love the way that you put that because it's that's exactly what it's like it's like you dig and dig and dig and then you maybe quote unquote find it and then it's not what you thought it was going to be like it's fool's gold and you realize like oh that that what I thought was going to be so worth it was really just like a gigantic exercise in like missing what really actually matters. Mm -hmm. And so, um, gosh, my brain goes in like two different directions. The first one is like the tent thing, right? So it's like, we get so focused on this tent. Like imagine like the only, I like to think in like metaphors, Jesus taught in parables. I've been reading through the gospels right now. I'm reading through my Bible. I thought I was going to be able to do it for a year. And here we are like two years later, I'm like (laughs) barely in Mark, but I'm like, I'm meditating on it. I'm like taking my time. I love that. It's all good. We'll eventually get to Revelation, maybe in like 2025. (laughs) But so I've been in the gospels and Jesus spoke to everybody in parables. And I just find like, this is just, that's the way that my brain likes to understand things. And so I think about going camping and I love to camp and I'm horrible at camping. And, um, so I, I just think about like, could you imagine like going, I live really close to Big Sur and Big Sur is like one of the most beautiful places to camp in the world. People come from all over the world to go to Big Sur and it's so beautiful. And like, I just can't imagine like going on a camping trip and like 
being so focused on the tent and like so focused on, okay, well, oh my gosh, what if it rains? And then what if I get mud inside the tent? And what if the zipper breaks? And then, oh my gosh, what if then a hole gets in the tent and oh my gosh, and the sun damage and if it's out in the sun for too long and I just don't know. And, and we just get so focused on Mm -hmm. this temporary tent that you miss the entire point of the camping trip. You miss it all. You Mm -hmm. miss looking up at the stars. You miss the people that you're with. You miss you miss the point. And because of what? Because of this temporary tent that's supposed to help you enjoy being there. You know what I mean? And that's what we do. We, we run after trying like what you're saying, like run after skinny. We run after, you know, this goal and we focus so heavily on something that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Our body is just the vehicle for our purpose. That's all that it is. That's just God decided to put, to house our eternal selves, eternal spirits inside of these temporary bodies that we don't get to take with us. Mm -hmm. And so how silly is it to run after like, yeah, like soap bubbles. It's like, I think of Ecclesiastes, like vanity, vanity, all is vanity. Yeah. running And we're running quite literally running. We are running after, you know, this, this idea that we have of perfection or this idea that we have of once I get there, then I'm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to be able to rest then I'm going to be able to be at peace. How often do we believe those lies? Like once I finish this diet, then I'll be at peace. Then then I can rest. Like none of us goes into like doing something with like the idea that, okay, I'm going to do this restriction forever. Like, no, it's always like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try really, really, really hard. And then once I get to my goal, then I'll be able to be, then I'll be able to stop. Then I'll be able to live. Then I'll be able to enjoy my life. And it's this lie and it's this never ending soap bubble chasing thing. You know, we run after these soap bubbles are so pretty and then we get there and they just pop. They're just nothing. They're, they're of no substance. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's what it is. That's what chasing after perfecting our appearance is. It's fool's gold. It's soap bubbles. It's vanity, vanity, all is vanity. Mm -hmm. And the only solution to that is, is recognizing that that is what it is because Mm -hmm. that's the only way that that we're going to be able to break free, right? If we don't recognize this is not the path that's going to lead me where I want to go, then I need to go a better way. It's like mm-hmm. my, my Angelou said, you know, no better, do better. It's like, if I've known all this time, sometimes it takes us going in those circles for a long time. If I know this isn't the right way, this isn't the way, then maybe I don't know the best way to go. Maybe I need mm-hmm. to ask God to lead me in my own life and not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he will lead you and he can set you free. It's amazing. Yes. Ah, amen. Thank you so much. for That it was so good. So what would you say to the girl who is struggling with perfectionism? Okay. Perfectionism is literally just a gigantic, it's just a lie. And so the root of perfection is in self-perception. It's perceiving like, what do I think perfection is? And the problem with self-perception is that it's always changing. It always fluctuates. And so Mm -hmm. self-perception is this standard that is completely unrealistic. And so we set this high bar for ourselves of like, I need to look like this, or I need to do this. And we can never reach it because we're not perfect. And we are human and we're not statues and we're not robots. We're imperfect, messy people. And so this idea of perfection is really just an illusion. It's not there. And so perfection keeps us stuck. 
perfection, we, what we have to remember about perfection is it keeps us stuck. It keeps us from growing and it keeps us really from becoming, I believe who God wants us to be because we we're stuck in believing these lies. And so we have to recognize that it's just a lie. It's just, it, it's, it's a lie. It's fear. And honestly, like, I feel like the biggest thing is that that's what God says, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. And when we really understand that, you know, perfectionism, I'm afraid of not being perfect. And I feel like I need to be perfect. Or I feel like I need to insert whatever it is. I need to lose this amount of weight. I need to look like this. I need to do this, whatever we're feeling that I need, I need this. That is in a sense, it's, it's an it's, it's a, it's a root and worshiping this really. I'm worshiping attaining this goal and I, and I must, and we're gripping so tightly to it that we don't realize that it's the same. It's the same thing. Like what we we're just talking about. It's, it's, it's grabbing onto the fool's gold. It's holding on to something that has no worth because again, this body, we can't take, we can't take this with us. Um, or even perfectionism in any other area of your life, you know, work, whatever, perfect, 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 perfect. Nothing's perfect. And so when we let go and we, and we understand that there's a standard of grace and not perfection, uh, we're set, we're set free because, because it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And the person that's exhausted listening to this, like I'm so exhausted from trying so hard. There's rest. There's rest in the surrender. It's a surrender. It's, Mm -hmm. I really believe that perfectionism, that, that, that it's, it's a surrender issue. We Mm -hmm. must surrender, Mm -hmm. like kind of like what we talked about in the beginning, we must surrender every area of our life over to God. Not just like, okay, well, God, this is my spiritual life. I just read my Bible and pray. And then this is the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. It's God be in every area of my life. Be Mm -hmm. Lord of every area of my Mm -hmm. life. I, I take my thoughts captive to Christ. You know what I mean? It's setting our minds on things above where your treasure is. That's where your heart's going to be. So if your treasure is in a perfect body, that's where your heart's going to be. And your heart is going to be, you know, sad. Yeah. And so and it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. We can put our treasure in heaven and yeah. that's where, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. That's yes. where the real treasure is at. Yes. And I love that you said there's rest. Cause I know for me, like, um, I, I can tend to be more perfectionistic in my life and, um, in any, literally any area. And like, I, if I take a step back and look, okay, like, um, with healthy eating and like my body in that area, but then with like school, but then with my job and then with like relationships or like any area, I can take a step back and that's definitely something that God has been teaching me is like in every area, like letting go of the tight, tight grip on perfectionism and just like experiencing rest, which is so true. Like when you let go of like trying to control everything and make it perfect and you just like live your life, <laughs> it, there's so much rest. And it's like, God, like this is your way. Like I need to just follow you and let go. I don't know why I've been yeah, holding on so, so much. I know, why it, am I vice gripping this? Yeah. Yeah. Cause his way is just so much better than like choosing to want me to try to control everything, make it perfect. Um, so yeah, I love those thoughts that you had. Um, so one more question. Um, can you talk about um, the balance of living a healthy lifestyle, like taking care of yourself and um, 
just like living a healthy lifestyle, feeding your body good foods and exercising, like how to balance that with also being able to treat yourself and have a dessert and like just, you know, have fun in life too. Like what would you say um, to girls who are struggling with that? Yeah, I love, there's so many different ways that I can, because I love this so much and it's one of my favorite things ever because Mm -hmm. I really love the science side of things. I love how God created us and how he literally made us. And so what I, what it comes down to for me is like, I heard this once and I can't remember where I heard it from. So I feel bad that I can't quote the person, but it stuck with me forever, (laughs) but it's like a happy donut is better than a sad salad. And so, and it's so true. And actually the way that God made us is that when we're eating anything and there's stress and there's guilt and there's like really strong emotion behind whatever food that you're eating, Mm -hmm. um, our body releases cortisol and that's very, very stressful. That's actually the hormone that really is designed to protect you, right? Because that's ultimately like, which we're, see, we're getting into the sciencey side of it, but that's why God created us. Like, that's why we, that's why there's a reason that, that we have muscle and fat. They all have, they all have their place and they're good. You know what I mean? Like that's the way that our body, that's the way that God made our bodies. And so it's just so funny to me that the more we focus on our appearance, um, the cortisol is designed to protect you. I'm not losing any weight. I'm not doing, and it's not about weight loss, but what I'm saying is that we run after health so much and then what we're stressed and I feel really guilty and, or even around the salad, like, Oh my gosh, like I I ate this earlier, but now I'll eat this salad. And and we get so worked up and our body Mm. is releasing these hormones. That's like, okay, girl, I am going to protect you. We are going to full survival mode. And it's just so interesting. Like now your body's not, now nothing's going to happen except for an overwhelming amount of stress hormones raging through your body. Mm -hmm. And so we really have to understand that everything that we do, everything that we do, it starts on the inside. And so when we realize that there's grace and freedom in taking care of yourself, you're not a saint for eating a salad and you're not some, you know, horrible person or whatever for eating dessert. Like God created, God created your taste buds. If God didn't want us to have chocolate, he went to make chocolate. So, I mean, it's just like, we have to remember that like God created us to experience flavors and food and he's a creative God and he's, he's a good God. And so he made honey. Like, why would he make honey? If it, you know, why would he give us sweet flavorful thing? We, it, so we have to understand that there's freedom. There's so much freedom. You're free. You are free. Even right now you're free. You don't need to get to the end of a diet. You don't need to follow some crazy external roadmap. God's given you everything that you need. In your life right now. He's giving you hunger signals. He's giving you taste buds. He's yes. giving you that ability to realize, you know, what? I'm not really feeling good. You yeah. know, when you feel like, you know what, I really want to be moving my body and it yeah. may not be like the thing that I'm like so disciplined at, but man, I just, I'm feeling off and I really want to move or I'm feeling like I really do want to just be nourishing my body. So for me, it's like, I feel like God made us all different too. Like I really love the sciencey side of things. Um, but ultimately what it really comes down to is that God has set us free. And mm-hmm. so to take care of yourself in a way that, that comes from a place of like, I can take care of my body exercising. And I can also take care of my body by not feeling bad about eating something that I really enjoy. So there's, there's that real health on both sides of those. And at this very same time, there can be that opposite thing of, of, I have to work out and I must not miss my workouts. That's Mm -hmm. a very unhealthy, toxic mindset. That's actually going to cause a lot more damage. And so that's where I like the sciencey side of it, of like the stress hormones and all this stuff. Um, but at the same time with our food and our exercise, like we really have to understand that it really is a, a mind body 
connection. That's the way that God made us. And that is how he chose to make us. And so, um, if we can, if we can understand God, you made me, you made my body, you made, you, you created me. And I, I just completely, I invite it. Pray. That is the, that is the biggest thing. You get your daily bread, you read his word, and then you pray, pray his word over your life. Mm -hmm. God, please help me take my thoughts captive. But I give this workout to you. Help me to take, enable me to take care of my body because you know what? I actually really don't like exercising and I need to find, I need to find some way to move that makes me feel good and gives me energy for my life. God, please help me today with my food and my meals. Lord, will you just, I surrender it over to you. Help me not to have toxic thoughts around my food. Pray Mm -hmm. over everything. God, please don't let the enemy come in and try to make me feel a certain way about my body. I give mm-hmm. my body image. I give mm-hmm. my food. I give my workouts. I give everything over to you. Help me to eat this cookie and not feel guilty, God, because mm-hmm. my body is not where my treasure is anyway. Like yeah. pray about everything. Yeah. Pray without ceasing. Yes. And, and that is where transformation will happen. It mm-hmm. will happen and it will. Yes. I love that we're ending the podcast on a note of prayer because Uh, really at the end of the day, like these struggles that we have with body image and with food and with all these things, like at least for me in my life, it's humbled me and it's made me realize how much I need God. And like, even when it comes to something as simple as I'm eating this food and I'm stressed about it, Lord, I need you. (laughs) I know. Um, So I love that. And actually I was recently reading a book on it was a theology book, but it was talking about our bodies and how our bodies truly are a gift from the Lord. And like, they are a gift and they are good. And it is something we should be praying about in the morning. Like, Lord, I give my body to you today. Help me to glorify you with my body. Help me to um, just use it for your glory in any way that I can. And so I just love, when I read that, it was like, it was so soothing to my ears, like just reading, like our bodies are a gift from the Lord. So that is just such a good note to end the podcast on. So Cambria, how can our listeners find you for more information on your book, on your videos and anything else you might have? Yes. So cambriajoy.com is everything. Cambria Joy on YouTube, Cambria Joy on Instagram, cambriajoy.com slash book, everything you need, books, workout programs, whatever you want. I got you. Yes. I'm here for you. So Cambria Joy on everything. Yes. And I can personally say I love Cambria Joy anything. Oh, I love you too. (laughs) Yes. So all anyone who's watching this, listening to this podcast, go check her out. And yeah, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. And um, for those of you listeners who want to know more about Coffee and Bible Time, we also have a website, coffeeandbibletime.com. We have prayer journals, Bible studies, things like that. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Bye guys. Alrighty, I will stop the recording.